What's up, people? It's been a while. What's up, everybody? How's everyone doing? <laughs> um, welcome back to We'll Lose Our Minds Together, episode five, the podcast where if you're not having a good day, I'm here to make it better. I said I'm instead of we, because I think, you know, some returning, if you're a returner, you've probably noticed that um, somebody's not here. That was, that's Momo. Momo's not here, guys. Um, Momo's my girlfriend, for those who are new. Um, we were doing this podcast together, but um, we recently decided that it's best if I just kind of do it, because this is something I can kind of commit to right now, and something she can't. And that's totally fine. It's totally good. Totally all good up in here. So um, I'm here to make this, I want to keep this growing. Um, she kind of just had a different vision for it as well, and um, it's all good, man all good maybe she'll be back here for as a guest and or uh, maybe she'll decide to commit to it again who knows but um it's all good it's all good in here um i apologize for the podcast taking so long um you know i'm a, for those who are new i'm a student in uh, college right now and uh like scheduling at, for school is pretty crazy right now a bunch of projects and shit coming up so um yeah definitely a podcast at least once a week from now on definitely still committing to that um keep the socials going and all that good stuff so no need to worry about that um other than that yeah nothing too crazy going on um i guess the first thing i want to talk about is sorry mom sorry dad is um i recently had an amazing trip recently um it was fucking incredible <laughs> holy crap um i wrote i uh, wrote down what i learned from that trip and it's just I've talked, we've talked about, Mo and I, when, uh, in the last few episodes, um, holy crap, did I say this was episode five? It's episode four. This is episode four. Sorry, buddy. If I did say episode four, which I don't, I'm pretty sure I said episode five. This is episode four. Sorry. Um, Mo and I have talked about psychedelics on the podcast before, and basically our opinion of it is that it's nothing that should be feared. I know, like, a lot of people are afraid of psychedelics and that's like probably why a big reason why um only certain parts in the country it's legal because a lot of people still fear it they don't understand it um that's kind of something that people aren't really educated they just kind of hear that's an hallucinogen and they just go like holy shit like you gotta do something about this no man you gotta trust it it's coming from the earth like it's literally part of this it's part of our life it's part of this world it's not something that like we created. It's something that has been on this planet for billions and millions and thousands and hundreds of thousands, whatever you want to say. It's been here for pretty much since the beginning, psychedelics. At least magic mushrooms. That's what I'm, more I'm kind of talking about is that's how long they've been around. Like, you know, fungi um, has been around for billions of years. It's basically what started life. Is like what started like actual, you know, living organism is fungi. Um, that's literally where humans have came from. It took a while for humans to get there, but, um, from the evolving, but like, you know, without wherever apes came from, I don't really remember the uh, evolution of it, but, um, basically fungi started in the water that created the fish, the fish can then, you know, evolve into something to go on the land and then, you know, all the land creatures evolved, you know, it's all crazy. It's all crazy. But, um, I really think psychedelics, or magic mushrooms specifically, should not be feared. It's something to embrace and learn from. Because 
like the wise Terrence McKenna said, psilocybin, the main component in magic mushrooms, is your teacher. It's a teacher. It wants to take you by the hand and lead you to so many new wonderful places and teach you amazing things. And that's basically what I'm going to talk about right now um, is I have to talk about my trip because it's literally, it was so wonderful. It was so magical. It was so, it was just, whoa. I don't even know how to explain it. Um, it wasn't my first time. This one, For those who are like, wow, this guy's really enjoying his first time doing shrooms. No, it was, that's not my first time. But this one was, um, fucking, it was fucking awesome. Um, so what I learned is that we're just doing it. We're just floating on a rock through endless space and time. And yet we take life so seriously. We, have, we don't see the fun in it anymore. We don't see the playfulness in it anymore. We literally are taking life so seriously that we have to achieve all these things. And if we don't, our life is over. I've said it multiple times, basically on this podcast already. And it's only episode four. Float with the universe, man. Like, that's all you got to do is just float with the universe and literally, because like I was, uh, like, uh, float with the universe, like I've been saying. Let life happens for you, not to you. And that's, you know, people who are used to saying that life happens to you are probably hearing that and go, that I understand. And one thing I want to talk about is if you change your mindset, you change your life. Instead of looking at how life happens to you, what what is happening to me? Why is this happening to me? If you look at change it and you go, life is happening for me, you change your perspective. What is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Or why is this happening for me, I should say? Why is this happening for me? What what do I have to learn from this experience? Because that's all being human is we just love learning as much as we don't want to admit it we do and we don't like saying that we like to learn because you know of our schooling system and how literally like corrupt it is and it's just basically like now a chore something that i heard from the wise alan watts is that what a scholar used to be you know the word scola i think it's our scala (laughs) i think it's scola not scala hala scola scola means um i'm drawing a blank i wrote it down hold on give me one second here it is uh it literally means leisure but leisure and devoted to learning which is how we get scholar and scholars would devote their life to learning because they saw the leisure in it they didn't have to earn a living because they were devoted to learning you know nowadays school is more like a chore Another thing to stay on top of, you know, work, 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 and more work. Um, it's it's heartbreaking, honestly, to know that like to get an education, it's like a chore. And what learning really should be is what we're being called to learn. What we're being called to learn. For me, I'm being called to learn. Um, honestly a lot of different things how to stay connected to my spiritual life and how to um right now i'm reading about financials you know i'm trying to grow my financial intelligence so that i can have a successful financial future and live the way i want to live and not have to rely on some you know bullshit job that i know i'm not going to enjoy 
not that not that I'm going to enjoy my life, you know, not to have my time. You know, and if you have a job and if you're working you know, a nine to five life, you know, I honestly applaud you, the fact that you are able to do that. Because <laughs> um, I really think a nine to five life is like it's like what people call the rat race. You're just chasing. You're just chasing the same thing. You're chasing that promotion. You're chasing that next big thing that what you based on your career. When I when I believe is that life is so much more that it's so much outside that your life should not revolve around a career to make like that's not life, man. You know, like uh, it's just so crazy. That you know, that's what life has become. When rather than enjoying what you love to do, you have to, and, and you know, take control of your own life. You have to answer to. You have to answer to certain people. You have to wake up at certain times. You have to do this. When it's just like, you really don't. Oh, what do you, what do you mean? You know, I don't like. I have a family to feed. I have you know, a career to make. You don't have to do anything. You really don't. You just, that's just becoming so dependent on that career, that sort of lifestyle that you've become so accustomed to. You can do anything you want, which brings me to my next point on my trip. Um, is that we are... Sorry, I'm reading off my laptop real quick, just trying to get where my point is. Um, you can do anything. You can become anything you want. And that sounds like something you'd say to a kid, and as maybe as a young adult, you don't really believe that anymore. No, man, like you can do anything. You can become anything. You can. And you're probably like, okay, how? Why? The mind. Uh, this is where I'm kind of gonna get like maybe people think are gonna I'm gonna be skeptical here. The mind is the power to create the reality you want. And I'm not talking about, you know, snapping your fingers and boom, it's all right there because the mind has that power. The mind. It's more about you, your creative intelligence, your, your creative imagination. If you can imagine it, it can happen. Whether it's, you know, on a cam- canvas painting, because I'm not saying, like, you can imagine a, um, a, a unicorn and then it's going to pop up. Maybe it will. Maybe, like, you imagine that unicorn, a unicorn species will maybe come up. I don't know, because the mind has that power. It has to, the power to connect to the infinite intelligence you know what you put out there comes back to you so who knows i think you know if you keep manifesting and imagining a unicorn it's going to take a lot of years to bring that kind of species up who knows my point is i'm kind of rambling now my point is when i mean the mind has the power to create the reality you want you imagine the lifestyle you want it will happen you have to believe it though Again, this all kind of ties back to changing your mindset. You change your life. And I'm going to get more into that later. I want to really talk about just the bullet points of my trip. Um, but we, if you change your mindset, you change your life. I'm going to get into that. Um, but the mind has a better create the reality you want. It really does. You can imagine it. it can imagine the lifestyle you want. Like for me, I'm constantly manifesting. I'm constantly imagining my van, the van life, with my mom and with my, my my girlfriend, um, I'm constantly imagining that, and since I'm imagining it so much, I've been accustomed to that sort of visualizations all the time and all that th- thinking about it all the time, 
And I, now I genuinely believe and I have faith that it will happen. And all that thinking creates habits. You know, this goes back to the power of the subconscious mind. And the power of subconscious mind, I, I don't want to like get carried away with this topic because I really just want to pull the bullet points of the trip. You, it will, I will talk about that in the change your mind so you change your life part of this uh, podcast. I'm going to move on. Um, I guess another thing I want to talk about is God's love is warm and embracing. Now, this isn't some like out of the Bible kind of God's love and like I'm going to start making Bible quotes. No, like just it's more the fact that you just know that God, or if you don't even want to call it God, you just want to call it the universe. You want to call it um, our creator or whatever. It doesn't have to be God because, you know, the universe, God, I think it's the same thing. You know, it's it's the same thing, basically. It's just an eternal being. And um, it's so, like, when you feel the love, the unconditional love that's inside of you, it's so warm and embracing. It's like nothing I've ever felt before, honestly. Um, it's just like you just become so whole when you feel that. And I guess when you become whole when you feel that, it's because you. when I say you are God, I, literally, I mean it. I'm not saying you have the power of God. Or you, in a way, you do. Because it goes back to the mind, power, having the power to create the reality you want. You are God because you have the power of creation. Because you can create any reality you want. It's true. Like, I swear it's true. For those who are thinking, like, I am not God. I'm just this human. No, man. You are so much more than the flesh and the blood inside of you. You There is a spiritual core. And that spiritual core is not is God inside of you. God is literally within you. God is literally within you. Now, like, the bigger picture of God, you know, being the eternal being, you know, and that we're all God. It's just, like, we're all little parts of God. I, I like to, like, imagine it. It's like God will just put a little piece in all of us when he's creating us. And when he's creating us, it's literally his creativity that manifested into humans. He was like, I want another species I'm going to manifest humans now if you believe that humans just like kind of he like snap his fingers and plop he plops into the earth sure I, i'm more kind of you know evolutionary based i think i really think that we just evolved at apes and that we evolved at apes because of the the stone ape hypothesis from terence mckenna and that we were we were apes and the apes made some apes ape made some magic mushrooms and because psilocybin literally alternates the brain connect reconnects neurons and really makes you in a way it just opens up your mind, um, not open, not expands your brain. It just more neurons are connecting, which expands your mind and expands your honestly, I guess your intelligence in a way. If you're if neurons are being reconnected, and that's what happened with the ape's brain, and they evolved into humans to become well, you know, eventually became Homo sapiens, but you know, Homo erectus and all those wonderful ape-like creatures. So, yeah. Anyway, more, um, that was about God's loving embrace, right? We're all God. Um, we're going to become old and die. <laughs> I, I don't know why. When I, I do know why. I just think it's really cool. 
um, when I was especially tripping, I was like, wow, that's really cool. We're going to be old one day and we're going to die one day. That's pretty cool. Uh, you're probably thinking like, wow, that's really depressing, Jackson. <laughs> I know how it sounds, but if you really think about it, you're going to get old. You're going to, but like, think about where you will be when you're old. You're going to have, your kids are going to have kids at that point. You're, if, if you had a career, you're retired by that point. You're just chilling. <laughs> you know, like, um, you're maybe like on a beach house constantly. Who knows where you'll be at that point in your life. And it's, I think it's exciting. You're probably with your honey, with your married, who you've been married to for years, like decades. Playing with your grandkids keeping up with your kids you know who knows where you'll be at that point and now i think death is so beautiful i think death is amazing because like um i got this from a ramdas lecture he quoted a, a guru i think and like all it was a story about a guru and he was on his deathbed and all his devotees were around him and they were just so sad. They were like, no, don't go. Please, like, don't die on us, man. And the guru was like, where could I go? And that's why I think death is so cool. Where could you possibly go? We're on this earth for a reason. You know, we're, you know that's just part of life, man. You, you're, you're born, you live, you die. It's just part of it. It's just life, man. Nothing to be scared about. Because if once you identify with soul, you you just know that there's nowhere else you could go because you're part of it all. You can come back, and that's just me. Maybe you believe in heaven as a physical place. I believe that heaven is on earth. Like what you make out of your life on here on earth, you can either make it heaven or hell. I don't necessarily believe that heaven and hell are physical places. You know, you might think like in the Bible it says they're physical places. Possibly I, t- I take those as interpretations and say that it's more talking about this, where you end up on your life, you know, in your life. You, you, if you end up on earth or you end up on, on a whole other world, whatever. But in this life, you know, as earth is, is on heaven. And that heaven is your reality, what you're living in, what kind of mindset you're in what kind of what are you looking at what are you looking forward to what are you working towards so yeah there's no way you could really go I think you know I believe in kind of I guess reincarnation and you can come back as fucking anything um I really think that like you could have another human life who knows if you really didn't learn from this life, and then you, you know, it's okay. You can learn in the next life. But so you have to start all over, though. <laughs> you know, who knows what you um, do? I really think planets, like our Earth, has a soul, has a being. I really, Earth is alive. You like, you know, natural disasters. You know, tectonic plates moving. Like that has to not just like that. Just has to be Earth being alive. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's all it's it's a creation. It's part of God's image. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Um, now, and speaking of Earth, we're not... As humans, we like to think, you know, we're such in control of nature. That we're bigger than Earth. That we're bigger than nature. Than, because the things we can create to make what we want, you know, are 
you know, to alternate this earth to based on our human needs. We're not bigger than earth, man. We're part of it all. Like I said, we're part of this nature, nature on earth. We are part of it all. We are part of the creation. We're, we are just another species, just like the fucking deer is another species. We're not bigger than it. We're not bigger than any of it. We're smarter. We're more intelligent. Don't get me wrong. We're capable of amazing things. I know that. But we, just because we're smart and just because we're more intelligent, we're all able to do these same things. Doesn't mean we're bigger than it. Doesn't mean we're better. It's just our amazingness of being a human being, of being a spe- of this being this species. We're not bigger than it. we're part of it. It's just, you know, I don't. We get. It's because we're so we're living in such an un, a time of so much uh, unconsciousness rather than consciousness. Because if you if you look in, if you stay if you're getting into higher planes of consciousness, you you start to recognize that like oh wow yeah I am part of it all. I really should be more mindful of what I am doing to my home, to my straight up home. You can call your house your home, but in reality, your real like your big picture home, I guess, is Earth. This is our home. This is our world. And it's alive. And frankly, we're probably still... We're definitely killing it. We're definitely harming it in a way. You know, we have to go back to it. We have to go back to nature. Like I've said before in other podcasts. Go back to nature and you'll heal. And you'll realize that you're part of it. And that you need to protect it. Because I believe in natural ways of healing. Going to nature. You go down to that path... The healing journey that you will be a part on, that you will be a part of, I should say, a part of is absolutely mind-blowing and mind-changing and life-changing. It really is. It really is. Um, and I get, and then the next point that I brought down here is, you know, it goes back to the, the honestly why death shouldn't be um, plenty of fear because we're just balls of energy inside. We're just energy because... It's a, it's a scientific law. We're all energy, right? You know, we're all, we're all, we're all energy. Energy is everywhere. Everything is energy. Everything is energy. There's my water right here. I'm so gonna take a sip real quick. It's energy. Excuse me. I didn't mean to make a noise. <laughs> um, you know, like we get energy from food. We get energy from water. We get energy from our air. We get energy from, you know, sleep. Energy from... There's energy in this pillow right here. And, you know, uh, maybe not energy that could be super beneficial, but there's energy everywhere. And it's all... In, and it means we have energy inside of us, too. You know? it's This is facts. You know, when, when we do die, DMT which is actually another hallucinogen drug, but there's DNT inside of us, and that gets released, and, you know, and that's, it's like we get shot out. You know, it's just like going to another, it's just, it's just like going into God's loving embrace. That's literally all it is. It's just an energy, and you feel that, and, but your soul, like, has a, I guess, a personality. Like, it's so hard to explain. I don't know. I don't, because I don't know. We don't, none of us will ever know until we actually experience it, but death is really such a beautiful thing, and, um, Of course, you should feel grief if, like, death does come to you with from, like, a loved one or something. You should always 
um, not all, I guess we all react differently to death, but, um, it's, it's okay to, you know, grieve over that and still see the beauty in it, I guess. Cause, um, you know, like right now in my life, my, uh, my grandmothers who I love uh, so much, but uh, specifically my, uh, grandma on my dad's side, um, is fading, I guess. And, you know, I know I'm going to grieve because I, you know, I love her so much. I do. And I miss her because <laughs> I'm an out of state student, but, um, I miss her. But it's like, I, I know I'm going to grieve and I know I'm going to really miss her. But same time, I know it's so beautiful that she's going, you know, where, where could she go? It's like I was saying before, where could she go? She's part of it all. Where could she go? She's, she'll be literally here. That's where I see the beauty in it. And it's like, it's something you got to balance grief and the beauty of death. It's, you know, you may be, there may be a time where you're going to be grieving for a really long time and then you eventually start to balance out and see the beauty of it. Whew. One last point about my trip. Um, how long have I been going for? To be real, I've been on another tab. Only twenty-five minutes. Not too, not too shabby. Um, ugh, excuse me. I don't even know if I've been really in frame. Okay, kind of. Sorry. Let me just like maybe. Oh, there we go. That's way better. Sorry, guys. Did not even notice I've been on another tab. Like my outline stuff like that. I just kind of been reading. Um, wrong tab. Sorry. There we go. Um. Last point for uh, about my trip is that we're all part of one endless co- endless consciousness, and I, that consciousness means God, or you know, the universe, or the Creator, or whatever. We're all part. It's just one endless consciousness. You know, my consciousness is the same kind of. It's the same consciousness, I guess. You know, the same soul, same all of that. You know, the same soul. We have the same soul, I guess. I should say, it's all just one soul, one consciousness, one form of awareness and that awareness is God and it's literally like if you just put yourself literally in the point of view of another person it's just like you would it's just like if you're looking at the same thing it's just all one view but different views it's oh, how do I say this it's just one pair of it's just one consciousness through multiple pairs of eyes there we go multiple pairs of eyes are one with one consciousness. Because, you know, like I said, we're all God. It's just God in us experiencing life as a human through our eyes. And that's pretty freaking cool. If you do, if I do say so myself. I think so. If you guys are confused, um, let me know. Definitely. Um, I'll try to explain it better in the next episode if there are confusions in it that I get. Um, but that's what I learned from my trip. I think it was fucking awesome. It was really beautiful. Um, just wow. Magic mushrooms are something magical. Something not to be feared, like I said. It's really a wonderful, wonderful, um, experience. That. And, um, I know in, like, previous episodes I said that, like, if you're depressed, you know, do magic mushrooms. Um... If you're open to it, definitely. But, like, I didn't even think about that. Like, if you're coming from a point where, like, addiction was a big thing, um, probably not the best idea. Which I think, you know, if you're aware of that, you definitely know that. And um, it's good on you for knowing that. Um, but 
like I said, just don't be fearful of mushrooms, even if like you know you don't understand it. Just you know, and if people are doing it, just respect it. That's all. It's all about respect, guys. It really is. You know, just it's like I said, we're all it's we're all same species. We're all human. We look we we don't look at each other beyond the um, physical and mental like image. We see that like, we see that we're different looking on the outside, different. Uh, exterior and then we see that you know we act differently as a personality um but we don't go beyond that um we don't ever go beyond that we don't go look inside that people's soul and say and think and say to ourselves that they're just they're they're me because that soul is me and i am them and then we're we're one we're literally the same we're just, um, you know, like I said, we're just God in different bodies. That's all it is. That's all this body is. It's just a, like a suit for your consciousness. That's all it is. That's all it is. So, anyway, I want to move on to uh, changing your mind. Changing your mind so you change your life. <laughs> Finally, we got to that. Um, so like I said earlier before in one of the points of my trip, the mind is the power to create the reality you want. And you can become and do become anything and do anything you want and have anything you want even. Um, it's like talking about manifestation. Um, but it's more it's more it's only like what is manifestation? Like people are like, what is manifestation? Is it just like thinking about something constantly and um, and then like wishing for it? It's not necessarily wishing for it. It's not necessarily wishing for it. It's more of thinking about it, believing in it, having faith that it will happen, and just repeating that every day until it does happen. That's how I would explain manifestation. You know, and we're in a time right now where depression and anxiety are at all time high, especially like in young adults like me. You know, and I see it. I see it all the time. Walking through my own campus, I see it. Everyone's got their earbuds in, and you know that's fine. I have my earbuds in, but I'm listening to something different. I know people usually listen to music, and if you're listening to something else, like a podcast or something, cool, nice. I'm not, I don't have anything wrong with music, but I know like when I was in my time of depression and anxiety, music was always an escape for me. Always, I rarely listen to music now because I, I, I don't, I don't even really get the. Um, Earth like jam out really because I just am so in love with like reading and like learning and um, exercising. I just have other things that I love rather than music. That's just me though. I just know that music has been used as an escape for me, and I know a lot of people are probably doing the same, especially people my age, young adults. But when I'm walking through my campus, like if I'm walking to a class or I'm walking to the you know the gym that the campus provides, um. No one's smiling. I could just tell everyone's miserable. There's some people that might get you know a few little smiles and they're like kind of happy and they're with friends or something. But if I'm walking, you know, it's usually people that are walking by themselves. They're walking by themselves. It's glum. It's it hurts me. Like like I don't. <laughs> it breaks my heart. I should say. I might like I, every time I walk past someone and then they're just like you know, like I really look like they're miserable. I just think I say to myself, my heart goes out to that person. Like, and it's a lot because it's a lot of times. And I, it's just, I guess it's just a young adult thing. It's all about maturing and 
growing up and learning and um, really understanding what life's all about, man. Not uh, it's, probably, it's probably feeling that pressure, and that's a big thing in your in people's twenties that I um, that I always hear that in your twenties you feel like you gotta have you gotta have it figured out, and you don't. You don't even have to figure it out ever. I feel like, like I said, a million times, float, man. Just just be. You don't have to have, any, you have to figure anything out. If a problem, you know, if a problem comes to you, figure your problems out. But when it comes to like what you want to do with your life, um, oh, this is where I kind of goes back to uh, where I was thinking about. Well, I was learning about something else. I was learning about that, and I was listening to an Alan Watts lecture. It was talking about um, living a life. Living without a purpose, I think that's what it was called. Let me pull it up. Um, the benefit of living with no purpose. And that lecture was talking about um, that it's life is purpose, purposelessness. You know, um, I'll just read some, some uh, notes that I took down because it's really interesting, this stuff. Um, Purposelessness often uh, is often looked down upon. Yeah, like if you don't, like if uh, purposelessness is is often looked down upon. What I mean by that is that um, that when you if someone saw like a piece of land and there's like there's no purpose to this land, we got to make it have a purpose. Like we should put like a like a grocery store here or something, whatever. Um, even though grocery stores are important, but like what I'm saying is that like if you just like went out in nature, a lot of people look at it and just go, "There's no point in this. There's no future in it. It's like washed out or whatever." Um, what purposelessness is it's basically like you know it's like waves crashing on the shore there's no meaning to them it's just no meaning to you know that's obviously what purposelessness means but like like waves crashing on a beach you know the, there's no purpose of waves crashing on the beach it just happens it just is um and then we constantly label everything you know like a bird tweeting i wrote um it's like you know people go oh, that's a mating call okay what about, but what about just being a bird tweeting you know or the butterfly's colors. Why not just see the beauty in it instead of saying, oh, those colors are for you know protecting itself from predators or whatever. But what I think in this, instead of you know us living without the benefit of living without purpose, I, I the point of that lecture was just saying to just be, just be man. And I watched the Jordan Peterson lecture, which I, whereas I think this is kind of intertwined. Um, well, I don't know if it was a lecture, but it was like a little, it was a video. And it was um, called How to Have a Life Worth Living. And that's basically saying that we as humans, we need a purpose. We need a purpose. And that's where it's like maybe life itself has no purpose because life just is and you should be accustomed to that and just be when you have to just be but if you want a meaningful life you have to have a purpose you have to be working towards something what jordan peterson called a noble aim for those who don't know who jordan peterson he's a canadian psychologist he's a very well known um has really studied a lot about the our psychology so as a human being um so basically our Basically, what I'm saying is um, that what was I saying? I'm sorry. Like I totally just got lost in thought. Um, right, I was talking about 
Yes. Okay. Um, no, I don't. I lost it. <laughs> um, how embarrassing. Jesus. We're talking about basically... Holy shit. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm like, I literally lost my train of thought. I was trying to figure out where I was going with this. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that you, it's okay to just be, but you should also have a purpose. And you don't know how to get your purpose. Just spend some time with yourself and your thoughts, and you will find it. And it will come to you. Now, when I'm back, when I'm back to what the topics about you know, changing your mindset, changing your life, um, when it, you know, when that, like I said, we're in a time where depression, anxiety is really high in this in our world, especially in young adults. We're encouraged to go on these pharmaceutical drugs, you know, such as antidepressants or like anxiety medication. And sure, they might work. I'm not saying they don't. They're there for a reason. But and if that's what you really think the path should be, go for it. But what if I told you that you have the power? You have the power. As a, you have this you have a power within you to end all that bullshit. You do. So the, I'm going to go explain the mind real quick. You know, there's one mind, but there's two parts of it. You know, your conscious mind, which is like your analytical thinking, you being rational. You know, your day to day stuff, things you're, you're aware of doing. Um, that's your conscious. But we only use five percent. That's only five percent our conscious mind. The mind that we are, you know, me talking. I'm consciously talking right now. Our subconscious operates the other 95% of our brain, of our body. Heart beating, that's subconscious. Digestion, subconscious. We're not consciously doing all that. So, with the subconscious mind, there is power beyond that. Because the subconscious mind is like, you know, when you get a gut feeling, that's your subconscious talking to you. It's, I know, your subconscious is not in your mind. It's in your gut. It's weird. It's like, when you, you know, trust your gut. That's saying trust your subconscious, man. Subconscious lives in your gut. It's also important to have gut health. Good, have good gut health because that keeps your subconscious, like, you know, good, very, like, healthy, I guess, you know. Healthy mind, healthy life, you know. Um, anyway, the power of subconscious mind is, you know, you know, it has such a power because the subconscious mind is direct, is, has direct connection to the infinite intelligence. So if you... Like I said, it's like it's like that goes back to the point. If you put something out there, um, it's going to come back to you. That's a law of the universe, um, law of karma, or a law of cause and effect. Now, since your subconscious has that power, um, it can create a lot of things for you. It can bring up a lot of ideas. It can bring up lots of thoughts, like lots of thoughts in your mind that can have to do with those with what you're telling yourself that goes back to like this goes to affirmations um but with these affirmations what you tell your subconscious what you say to yourself it has to be out of faith and like surrender and trust in the universe that it's going to happen to you you can't just say like i am happy like that's an affirmation for example i it's in present tense I am this because it's all about coming to the present. The only present moment is the only thing you're ever truly going to have and the only thing that ever truly matters in time. So when you affirm something to yourself, like I am happy, you have to have, you have to say it like, you have to say it with your heart, man, because your heart is going to say it with faith, surrender, and trust. 
and that's where magical things happen. It's not going to happen overnight. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Who knows what will happen with what you're affirming to yourself. And basically what these affirmations are, you know, or what you, like, speaking to your subconscious is like. If you want more information about, like, speaking to your subconscious, I suggest reading, like, The Power of the Subconscious Mind. Because I could go on and on about the power of the subconscious mind from what I learned in this book. But just, I would just recommend go out and read it. If you don't like reading, try, or you're more listening to listening, like, podcast stuff, get the audiobook. I'm sure it's out there. Um, but this information, it's really amazing. It's like a different, basically the power of the subconscious mind is a different form of praying. They called it, or the, the, the author who wrote it, called it more scientific praying. Um, rather than praying to God. You know, God, please, you know, solve my problems. It's rather than like trusting, like, it's like trusting yourself. Because you're praying to yourself essentially because you are God. And like I said earlier, like I explained earlier. Um, so when it comes to affirmations, you know, speak, but like what you affirm to yourself, I am blank. Now, that blank is up to you. I suggest you do something positive, <laughs> like I am happy, I am successful, I am uh, healthy, I am powerful, I am alive, I am, you know, this, I am whatever it is you want to affirm to yourself. Over time, you keep trusting it, you keep believe, believing in it, you are going to, it's like fake it till you make it, that's exactly what it is, that's, you keep, it's just going to be, oh, it's magical. It really is. I started doing. It. I affirm my. I do affirmations every day. I will continue to do it every day, even if I still. Even if I already know, I believe it. I will always say to myself, "I am happy." I choose happiness. You have the power to choose. Get in that mindset. You have the power to choose. You are in control of your life. You have the power to do anything you want. No bullshit. It's true. Take back your power, man. Like, take it back. If you don't have it, take it back. If you're lost, find it. How do I find it? Trust that it'll come, man. It's all my trust, man. It's it's literally just, it's just being. It's like just falling into this, falling into this unknown and knowing that it's a feather bed. Pretty sure that's a Terrence McKenna quote. Yes, it is. Um... It's because it is. When you trust into that unknown, when you walk every day in your life knowing that, like, it's all perfect, amazing things will happen to you. Change your mindset, you change your life. You go into gratitude, you go go into gratefulness, gratitude, you go into positivity, you go into um, mindfulness and and peace. Your life will change. A great way to start that is with meditation. Meditation is not, if you're thinking, oh, I try meditation, it's just like I, breathing and nothing happened. It's not just breathing. Breathing is the tip of the iceberg. Breathing is an important, it is an important key because it's something just to keep your focus on, keep, keep your focus on in the, say in the present moment. What meditation is though, is being, it's just being, it's learning how to just be. Because essentially you could say that there really is no purpose to meditation because you're just being. But you uh, do gain some great insight when you meditate by yourself. But the, 
about the thoughts that come in your mind. And, and you know, a piece of advice when it comes to th- like thinking and meditation. And you know, a lot of you probably think I've also tried meditation, but I can't stop thinking. That's okay. You're not, especially if you're just starting out meditation and you keep thinking, you keep thinking. Keep going, man. Keep doing just a little bit at a time. Maybe just five minutes every day, and you're you will learn how to just tune it off. If you do are constantly having thoughts, don't feed into it. There's no need. If you are getting, you know, if a thought if you're getting lost in a thought, and you go, okay, I need to stop thinking. Okay, I need to stop thinking right now. Why am I not thinking? That's just not going to help you. Just go back to the breath. Just stay with that steady breath. Focus on that, and your mind turns off. Once you get, like, once it becomes unconscious breathing, and you're getting lost in thoughts, that's where, like, you know, you get lost in your head. If thoughts come, don't judge them. Don't feed them. Just let them pass, because that's all. Like I said in a podcast episode, the last one, thoughts are like clouds in the sky. They're going to show up in your mind, just like a cloud comes up in the sky, and then it's just going to go away. If you just notice it, observe it, and let it move on. That's the power of meditation. You will eventually learn how to just be. And you will get that peace. And then you'll, once you get that peace, then it's like, you get, and it also gets you more control of your mind too. Because then you learn how to just not feed into that crap it feeds you. And you can uh, consciously think uh, what you want to think. What you want to tell yourself. And that's where the affirmations can be more be a lot powerful, a lot of power. You can just say affirmations out loud. It's not just be in your head. Say them out loud too, because what you say, what you put out in the universe, comes back to you. Law of karma. Remember. Um, I think that's kind of like good on change your mind to change your life. You know, it's all about just it's all about perspective. You know, there's a perspective of oh my god, the world sucks. La 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 la. My life sucks, whatever, whatever, whatever. Coming into this mindset, and you go, okay, I'm not in a position where I want to be. How can I get there? Okay, I'm not in a position where I want to be. Why, why, what is happening for me, or what is life teaching me for me to grow? Question everything. It's beautiful. I will get more into, uh, change your mind change your life and on the next episode because um all this what i'm saying is literally just the tip of the iceberg there's more to it and it's um i'll talk about it in the next episode about uh dr joe dispenza great i'm gonna look up real quick what is a doctrine i should know that because i um it says he's an author but i don't know what he's a doctor in So he's a YouTuber. It just says he's an educator. He's like a lecturer, basically. I don't know what he's a doctor in, though. Um, I don't know, but he uh, he basically discovered that we have amazing abilities, and um, with you know meditation and you know what you tell yourself, so and like the power of the subconscious mind, basically. So I'll get into that. I wrote um, some notes on that um, not too long ago, but I will get into that in a later episode. How long have we been going for? 
We've been going for like 45 minutes. And if you're not, if you're new, and if you're returning, you know this. I turn the AC off in my apartment so that it doesn't get loud and on the mic and you can hear me well. And when it starts basically getting hot, that's when I kind of um, wrap things up. So I'm just going to wrap it up here, guys. Um, this, this is the first, this is my first podcast, I guess, um, by myself. So let me know how I did. Um, please give me suggestions. I would love to hear feedback because I'm so new at this, as you can probably tell. Um, like I said, only episode four, and this is the first time of me doing it by myself. So, um, I'm still going to keep the name of We'll Lose Our Minds Together. I really like that name because, um, I was thinking about it earlier. Like, originally, how I said We'll Lose Our Minds Together is basically because, you know, we're all losing our minds, and especially in this world, especially during this time of, uh, of craziness. Let's be real. Um, even though it's, be all, it's, even though it's all beautiful. Um, that's how I put it, but. Maybe I'm going to start saying, like, we'll lose our minds because we should lose our minds and trust what's inside in our heart because we all think that it's just our brain and just us. But no, there's more to it. And not saying you shouldn't trust your mind, but our mind definitely um, holds us back. And there's more power with within. So um, maybe I will, I'll, I'll start saying it more in that sense. Um, and we'll get more into that later. But. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the viewers that um, are being awesome. You guys are awesome. All of you are awesome. Um, and hopefully you learned something new. Hopefully um, you got a lot out of this episode. Um, please have an amazing day, everybody. Um, I wish all of you love and peace and harmony, happiness, prosperity to you guys. Um, I really pray for you guys all the time. Um, I pray to everybody. I pray for everybody. Um, I really do wish love, peace, harmony, happiness, and prosperity to you all. Um, I like to end. The, uh, I like to. I'm going to start ending the podcast with a quote. Um, I think I did that in the last episode. I think I did it for the first time with Momo. But anyway, I'm going to end, start ending podcasts with quotes. Um, this is a quote I get from Alan Watts. He said, "This is the real secret of life: he, to be completely engaged with what you are doing in the here and now, and instead of calling." calling and instead of calling it work, realize it's play. Life's all play. Life should be playful, man. It's nothing to take seriously. We're here to have fun. We here. We should be here to have fun and not take life so seriously. Like we need to do this and we need to do that and all that. Just enjoy it, man. We're here for the good times and for, even for the bad. And just enjoy it. If it's bad, embrace it and learn and still enjoy it. And if it's good enjoy it man like just enjoy it i'll be back with episode five i love you all i really do i love you all stay powerful i'll catch you guys later bye